Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning and welcome to the Scottish Sun's latest football podcast. And we're finally back into some club football. We won't talk anything about all that nonsense at Wembley last weekend. It doesn't matter at all. We're into the big stuff. Premiership return And a big weekend, Friday, Saturday, Monday. I'm Roger Hanna. With me today is the Scottish Sun's digital sports reporter, John Berry. We've got Willie Black from William Hill as well. And Willie, it's a big betting weekend, isn't it? You'll get punters in Friday, Saturday, Monday. As a bookie, hate the International Week. Hate hate it like everybody else. Particularly as a Scottish fan, I hate the International Week. But but yeah, quieter quieter time of the week. So absolutely, back into the real stuff. You'd have a kicking last weekend. Everybody would have money in England to beat Scotland. Well, down in England, we had a bit of a kicking. Plenty of my, a few of have seen earlier on, a few of my mates had 3 0 England on, so they were all giving me pelters over the various social media platforms. But listen, we had plenty of backers for Scotland. Plenty of people back in Scotland up here, thankfully. <laughs> Now, we need to welcome John to his first podcast today. Now, we always like to nail our colours to the mass. Everybody knows Willie and I are big Scotland fans. Neil, the producer, the Dundee United fan. John, you're a big motherwell man there at home to party at the weekend. It's a home banker for Willie, surely? Yeah, I, mean, I think I think it's a, it's a tough one to call, really. I think both teams are a bit up and down, especially Motherwell. Partick had a couple of really good wins there over Dundee and St. Johnson, but then kind of wheels came off against Aberdeen, a game that you'd probably expect them to lose. Against Motherwell, as you know, from watching Motherwell for a part of this season, it's been chalk and cheese. One week, you know, you're beating, beating Hamilton 4-1, looking really impressive, doing the similar to Ross County mm-hmm. in the 4-2 win, and then against Inverness it all collapses. So, I, I, honestly, I don't know which way this, this Now, will the, go. The set-up at Fort Park on Saturday will be reasonably straightforward. Stephen McManus at the back, Scott McDonald up front, and the steward well away from Mark McGee after his SFA charge in midweek. As a Motherwell fan, do, do you like to see the manager being as, as high-spirited as that, shall we say? Well, well I think um, we can let emotions get the better of you in these situations. You do see the goal, or the goal that wasn't given. It is clearly a goal, so I think. I think it's about to start here. I think <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think uh, I think people people will probably see it from that that point of view and can understand why he was annoyed. Maybe better way of putting that point across. It, like. it, it's been a difficult couple of weeks for Mark McGee. That that goal that never was at Dens Park, the defeat at Dens Park, the defeat with Scotland alongside Gordon Strachan last week, his SFA charge, surely Thistle at home is a good way to get back to, to winning ways. Well, Motherwell and Thistle, they're a strange kind of, it's always a strange fixture. Motherwell at Fir Park, good record against Thistle, Fir Hill cannot beat them. So you would think this is one of the games where Motherwell feel like they could go out and, and get a result. So it is a good way to recover. On paper, both teams very similar, so good opportunity. Both teams very similar. You, you saw this SPFL wage thing come out through the week. They, they pay much the same money for their two squads, Willie. Does that mean a draw is the, the, the favourite at the weekend? No, the, to be honest with you, it's, it's very rare you'll see the draw as a favourite, mainly because most people are either back one team or the other. Mm-hmm. Having a look at it, Motherwell are slight favourites, but as, as you probably intimated, there's, there, there's, there ain't much in it. I think having a look at Forum, Thistle have probably got the better form, you know. I think well, Motherwell one in five wins. 
Thistle taking 8 points for the last 15. So Thistle are probably just in a better form. Motherwell 85, 12 to 5 the draw. Partick 13 to 8. But I don't know what it's, it's, what it's like. We love the Scottish Premiership is because it's really difficult to call. Yeah. Really, I mean, don't get me wrong. The English Premiership's cost them as a fortune this year, but the Scottish Scottish Premiership with Celtic's a bit of a saviour. But and I think this game is just a, a clear example of that. No jobs. John, you Motherwell fans, and there's a few in the office here, you're still whinging about this goal that never was. If, if we tell the truth, it just made a difference from a 2-0 defeat and a 2-1 defeat to Dundee. So, Dundee are a form team, they've won their last two, they're off the bottom. Will they be awkward opponents for Rangers at Ibrox on Saturday? I think so. I think there was a spell there where we thought you know, Dundee just couldn't buy, couldn't buy a, a draw, couldn't buy a win, couldn't buy a performance. They just looked completely bereft of any idea and just looked like it wasn't going to come from anywhere and then all of a sudden they pulled a couple of results out of the bag and like you say come against uh, we saw Rangers struggle against Ross County the other week it could be another kind of tough game for them Is it a psychological barrier for Dundee to go over they went to Ibrox in the Scottish Cup last season Rangers then a championship team Dundee going well in the Premiership and they get spanked 4-0 and they also lost at home to Rangers in the second weekend of the season Well I think like Willie would tell you I would imagine a lot of Punters backed Dundee last season to get a result at Ibrox in the Scottish Cup the way the way it was going. But I think the mental block for Dundee, I think they've kind of got past that. I think if you asked them, they would probably think, you know, it's just another game. And had they gone to Ibrox, had they been going to Ibrox at this point in time without the couple of wins behind them, you'd probably fear for them. I still don't know. I, I still think Rangers will probably win that game. But Dundee certainly going in there with probably a better attitude than they would have a, a few weeks ago. Rangers at home, well, there'll be a big crowd at Ibrox, they all like a wee bet. The, the first scorer thing always interests me because traditionally Rangers, Celtic, they'll have one guy who is always a good bet for the first goal. Rangers this season, you never know where the goals are going to come from. Where, where does the kind of money go for first goal scorer at Rangers games now? The money always goes in the, in, in the forwards. They'll obviously back some of the defenders, maybe to get up and get ahead if you're looking for bigger odds. I think it's really interesting what you say. So I was having a look at the, the top goal store on the Premiership and you need to get down to, I think, 6th or 7th in the betting to get a Rangers player at 25-1 to one to finish top goal scorer in the league. And you've got, you've got Liam Boyce and Adam Rooney ahead of a Rangers player in the top goal scorer betting. So I think that's, that's yeah, you're, you're bang on. But yeah, most people will be looking at guys like Wagner. I, I always like Kenny Miller. You're always getting a decent price in Kenny Miller just now. A lot of the time he's getting played out in the right and maybe getting played out, out of position. But he's, he's still always in amongst the goals. And I think he's, he's probably one that, that I would personally be backing. For Rangers. If Rangers are to finish second John above the likes of, of Hearts and Aberdeen, do they need one of these strikers to emerge and get twenty goals, be it a Garner or a Miller as Willie says, or a Waghorn? I think so. I mean I think you look at um Celtic last season with Griffiths and this season probably with Moussa Dembele and then behind them, like you said, Boyce, Rooney, even even at clubs like St Johnston and Mullow, you've got McLean always buying in goals and Louis Moult always buying in goals at Mullow. So I, I do think that while the league is unpredictable, it's quite predictable to a point that when it comes to first goal scorers or goal scorers, like you know, you've got your stick ons, but Rangers don't seem to have that, and I think that would be like hugely beneficial mm-hmm. to them. I think maybe Garner was seen as that sort of guy coming in in the summer, so whether or not he can kick on. Aberdeen head Rangers just now; they are in second place. A huge week for them. They go to Inverness on Saturday, which has been, been an awkward venue for them in the past. And then, of course, next weekend, the League Cup final against Celtic at Hamden. What, what would Derek McInnes take first? Would he take the League Cup for the second time in three years? Or would he take second place ahead of Rangers? 
I think that's, a, uh, that's quite a tough one to you for that. I would say probably the Silverware. Surely the Silverware. But from an Aberdeen fan point of view, I'm sure they would like to get another one over on Rangers. If you asked any of them, Derek McInnes, I think he's got to look at it, the here and now and say, look, in two games' time, or in a game's time, they're going to be playing in the, arguably what could be the biggest game of their season. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a little eye on that. Now, Aberdeen, they were going like a train last spring. They were close to Ronnie Dylas' Celtic team at the time. People thought they might have an outside glimpse of the championship. And they go to Inverness on a Monday night and they get battered and it all fell apart from there. What, what are the odds for Aberdeen this weekend going back there? Aberdeen, well, just in, t- in terms of what you were talking about with Aberdeen, would they take second? Last couple of weeks have actually joint favourites with Rangers for second. Both both teams are on about even money to finish second, so you'll take your pick between the two of them. Up at Inverness, even money, Aberdeen, Inverness, I think Inverness are. I've really, I actually fancied Inverness for one of the teams to get relegated. Now they're not even in the relegation bet. Top six now, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And looking pretty comfortable in it. I think Richie Ferran's done a, a cracking job, and I thought he would struggle if I'm honest. But yeah, even money Aberdeen five to two the draw, thirteen to five Inverness Cali. For me, that actually doesn't look like a bad price. Mm-hmm. I know Aberdeen won it won it Thistle to get after those two defeats in a row. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at thescottysun.co.uk/sport. <laughs> Highland neighbours, Ross County, they go to St Johnson. Now, Ross County have been toiling that point they got on the Sunday against Rangers, lifted them <coughs> to within a point of Dundee at the bottom. St Johnson easily in the top six again under Tommy Wright. But St Johnson's problem seems to be home games against bottom six teams. Lost to Kilmarnock, lost to Partick Thistle. And if they were to lose to Ross County, John, it would put a real seed of doubt into their heads you know, about this type of fixture. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, for one... I think St Johnson are a fantastic team and I think Tommy Wright's done a brilliant job. And you always they're always a good a good shout for a top six place, even a European place at that. But I, no, you're right, it's, I think, you know, off the back is some really, really good wins this season. They lost at home for Kilmarnock, a game they probably were the chances had, should have won, and then lost to Pathic Thistle as well. So I think you, you do the, there almost becomes that mental block thing we were talking about that they were Dundee. I think that almost can come in and fans then start to wonder and worry if is it just at home that they feel this pressure on them to go and win I suppose that comes with success as well and it does I saw them away at Hearts in their last out in the 2-2 draw they were excellent Danny Swanson scored a, a terrific goal fed through by Stephen McLean it's a real good team goal on the break at Tynecastle and, and they look a good side but you're beginning to wonder if there is almost a mental block at McDermott Park for them yeah I mean I, I always I think they're one of those teams that we all look at and 
think you know you wish you, you they wish they were getting more people through the gate because they've done so well and they've like probably overachieved as, as a lot of people would kind of put out of the way Tommy Wright the job that he's managed to do there so I don't know I, I don't know are they feeling the pressure is it one of those places you can just hear every single thing that anyone's saying to you I know the dugout's really close it's basically in the stand there does it I mean from, from a supporter's point of view they, they might well be thinking that from a player's point of view again like I said that there might be this sort of expectancy on them now that perhaps wasn't there once before a few years ago no, with this recent success I always like me Dermot Park well, at least we better fruit loaf with your cup of coffee rather than a pie <laughs> at half time it's a, it's a refreshing wee change but uh, they're struggling at home but uh, are the punters still backing them at home? punters are still backing them at home particularly in accumulators but I, I just don't think punters are scratching the surface and you know what it's like you're going through your accumulator oh, it's St Johnson 10 to 11 rods on that's it's a surefire thing and mm-hmm. Tommy Knight's been mentioned for the for the Scotland job in a couple of places I've noticed as well so that'll tell you everything you need to know about how they're performing but Ross County 3-1 to one, I, don't, I think Ross County mm-hmm. are in a bit of a false position at the minute I think they're better than their position in the league and you touched on the Scotland job there. Do the bookies have a, a, a real handle on who would be the next Scotland manager? Because on, on Friday night, in the immediate aftermath of Wembley, all the bookies were putting out their odds, and there, there wasn't a clear favourite. There, there, and there still is. Well, there is a clear favourite, but I don't know that there's any. And manager markets are funny. It doesn't take much money to move the market, yeah. and you know somebody knows something, has a tenor on it, tells their mate. When it's the actual fact they know nothing, and I've been taught with that a couple of times. To be listen, honest, listen, with you. If, if Stuart Regan and Alan McRae come into a hill shop it and put money on yeah, you, know, that is a sure thing. But who who is the favourite at the minute? Alex McLeish is pretty clear favourite just now. Mm-hmm. Twenty one to ten, Alex McLeish. But it's looking through it, it's very much the usual suspects. Paul Lambert five to one, Davy Moyes, and I guess that depends on the next few weeks with Sunderland seven yeah. to one. I think the only one for me that would probably get the juices flowing is Alex Ferguson. 12 to 1 Sir Alex Ferguson for the for the job but I don't know where he would take it to be quite honest with you we're on a premiership podcast today premiership managers you mentioned Tommy Wright the likes of Derek McInnes and even John Covey is now Motherwell's Mark McGee the current number 2 did he come into the betting at all? they do Derek McInnes is down about 20 to 1 so not overly quoted yeah he's not quoted much Mark McGee 33s for me actually the one that's really interesting the one that I think is, is probably a really big price considering his international experience is Lars Lagerback, 50 to 1. And maybe somebody who's got a little bit of history in Scotland is Dick Advocat, also at 50 to 1. Mm-hmm. You know, you just wonder whether someone like that, with his level of experience and almost demanding kind of winning, that's the type of type of manager I think we should maybe be looking at. 50 to 1 is a massive price for Are you an advocate man or a lager back man, John? I'm more of a lager man, I'd say. 50 to 1? Not bad. Not bad odds. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. Back to the Premiership and, and extends because of these roadworks out in this M74 and don't get me started on them. Hamilton Hearts now Monday night. And Hearts, they've gone through a sticky spell just now, John. As I said earlier on the podcast, I saw them at home to St Johnson. They needed a late Callum Patterson goal to get a point. They needed to come from behind to get a point at Inverness prior to that. They're huffing and puffing slightly. Yeah, but I would say the benefit and the kind of positives that Robbie Nielsen will take from it is they're scoring a lot of goals. You know, it's this kind of when teams are struggling, often it's they're, they're maybe picking up a nil nil or a one each or something like that, and they're, they're just getting past. But I mean, Hearts are still they still look decent going forward, despite the fact that none of their strikers can score. They don't like going to Hamilton. Now, you as a Motherwell fan will say, nobody likes going to Hamilton, but they don't like that plastic pitch at New Douglas Park. Robbie Nielsen's he's spoken about it before. I often think managers should just 
shut up about things like that because it gets into their players' heads and gives them an excuse. And you know footballers like an excuse. So is it something that he just needs to suck up, get on with and try and escape with the three points? I think I think that's what it comes down to. Um, I can remember, you know, there's been, been a lot of managers made points of uh, the plastic pitches at Hamilton and at Kilmarnock as well and then Kilmarnock narrowing their pitch as well this season. But like you say, I think this is... I mean, it's been that way at Hamilton for how long now? It's not a new. It's not like this season they've done, they've decided to do it and they're sitting top of the league because yeah. nobody can beat them. They're beatable there. People have beaten them there. Teams have went and put in impressive performances. But you do see some of the bigger teams struggle, like Aberdeen struggling the other week there as well. So I do think there is there is an element of that creeping into people's minds. But a lot of these a lot of these uh, footballers, especially getting into the winter weather they're training on parks like this so yeah. you would imagine they'll be used to it by now yeah, it seems like a convenient excuse I think in many do you remember Motherwell's pitch a few years ago would you rather be playing in a plastic pitch or be playing in that thing of beauty that <laughs> <laughs> well how's the betting for the Monday night game I mean are Hearts favourites to go and win at Hamilton Hearts are really clear favourites and 56 really really I mean odds on I'm not, I'm not that sure I would be backing Hearts is, is short a price of that, particularly given Aki's win against Aberdeen yeah. so Aki's are more than capable of resulting 16 to 5 your money so more than 3 to 3 1 your money there 13 to 5 the draw but for me Aki's just leap out and I don't know what you're saying about Hearts being amongst the goals but you just look at Aki's performance against Aberdeen they've won at home they do have the plastic pitch whether that's an advantage is debatable but I just think a massive price 16 to 5 for me we spoke earlier on John about this uh, SPFL Premiership wage list that came out Hamilton Aki's unsurprisingly pay the least of all 12 Premiership players teams I should say does that say a lot about what Martin Canning's achieved that he's managed to keep them up season on season since Alec Neil left despite really being bottom of the wage list yeah I mean I think it's, he kind of splits opinion uh, Martin Canning amongst Hamilton fans from what, what you see but there's no kind of, like you said they're bottom they've got the, the lowest budget in the league and they always seem to manage to stay up despite you know I think at the, end, at, at the beginning of every season the guys and the, the, the reporters in the paper make their predictions of who's going to win the league and who's going to get relegated and nine times out of ten Hamilton are the bottom place team in the most of them so yeah I think that he's, he's doing a, a, a really good job bringing through youth on a, on a absolute shoestring budget do, 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 do you hear that sticking in his craw while a Motherwell <laughs> fan praising <laughs> Hamilton oh, the, the, every word was, was grudged there wasn't it keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sun Sport on Twitter the football starts on Friday night at Rugby Park. We're back into proper Premiership football. Kilmarnock against Celtic. Celtic's still unbeaten in the Premiership this season. Are, are you offering odds yet, Willie, on them going the entire 38-game programme unbeaten? We are. I had a wee look this morning. 10-1 to 1 for Celtic to remain unbeaten for the rest of the season. That isn't that big, to be honest with you. And then, then when I, I had a look at Celtic to win, Celtic to win the treble, 9-4. to 4. Which will tell you where the money's gone. I mean, I've never, I've never seen it quite so short as that. But yeah, ten to one for Celtic to go unbeaten, ninety four to win the treble. Interesting words from the Kelly boss Lee Clark this morning, John, saying Celtic are the best team in the league, but he doesn't believe they are invincible. He thinks they will drop points. He's obviously hoping some of those points get dropped on Friday night at Rugby Park. Yeah, well, I think that's where he's probably hoping. Maybe maybe he can pick up his plastic pitch, you know, and get that into their heads <laughs> because uh, I think they're going to need everything they can get and every bit of luck because I can't see anything but a Celtic win there. However, I think there's been as, as good as Celtic have been domestically, there have been frailties there. 
in teams, you know, they, they've, they've maybe conceded soft goals at times. So, you know, you never know with, with Kilmarnock. They're coming on in a bit of form as well. Is it is it natural for Celtic players to have one eye maybe on Barcelona on Wednesday night, maybe even on Aberdeen next Sunday, and they could take their eye off the ball at Rugby Park on Friday night? Well, it's a huge week for them because if they've got any... If, if they want to stay in Europe, they're going to have to get a result, you would imagine, against Barcelona, which is not going to be easy for them. And like similar to what we said with Aberdeen, it wouldn't be surprised if Derek McInnes has got one eye on, on the final, so I wouldn't be surprised at the same token if Brendan Rodgers is doing the same. I still think, if, even if they put out most of their fringe players and kind of mix the squad up the way Rodgers has been this season, I still think Celtic should be too strong for Kilmarnock, but that's not to say that will play out that way. Big problem for Kilmarnock, they knew Greg Kilty was going to be out for the season. They've now lost Chris Boyd for the next two months with, with a thigh strain. We, we spoke earlier on about the importance of getting goal scorers into your team when it's so tight in the bottom six. How big a problem is that going to be for Lee Clark? Well, I think it'll be, it'll be massive. Uh, it could be the difference between being stuck in a, 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 a relegation dogfight or a playoff or pushing for the top six. Kilmarnock, I think, have been they found a bit of a gem in Koulibaly as well coming through this season. So, you know, I think they're looking to him now to continue to fire, fire in, in the goals. And you saw what he did. Obviously, they ended up losing the game six one, but the goal he scored at Celtic Park. Are we looking to do well, something he, similar? He won't do that again. That just made Celtic angry. Celtic, <laughs> they've got Musa Dembele back. He'll be favourite for first goal. I would imagine. What kind of odds are you offering on Kilmarnock actually winning this game? The biggest odds probably. Probably the European top leagues. I would I would suggest looking at it sixteen to one for Kilmarnock to get a win at Rugby Park. Now that's just you know this probably this time last season that price would have it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been probably around about sixty one. Mm-hmm. But to go up to sixty, it's massive. I, I can't actually. I know Celtic are playing really really well, but it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Surely that Celtic that Celtic beaten at some stage here and sixty to one Kilmarnock. And oh, do you know what? I think it's worth anybody's pound to be honest. Gentlemen, 16-1 to 1 Kilmarnock. Willie Black says that's the bet of the weekend. Thanks very much, John Berry. I hope you've enjoyed your podcast debut. You'll be back soon. Hopefully after a multiple win, you'll be thinking. Willie, thanks again. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.